0: Greetings, guardians, and welcome to the voice of the vanguard. To have with me, Sully from Sully Games. Say hello, Sully. Hello, guardians. And today we have a special guest with us. Uh, we call we, your name's Bill.
1: Yes, that but is you correct.
0: have many names.
1: <laughs> you have Mr. <laughs> Funny Man, and you also have right. Bill the
0: Conqueror. I didn't know yes. how to introduce you properly, so that's
1: okay. That's okay because um, when I when I first started my started my online Presence, my, and got on Discord. I chose that name, and then about a year ago, I decided to call myself self build a the conqueror. So I had to go back and rebrand a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I know. And that. so <laughs> some of this stuff, like for example, you you can't go back into your Discord setting and change your very first name. You can change your name in each of the servers that you're in, but you cannot change your first username. So mm-hmm. really. Actually, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yep, I tried. <laughs> it didn't work. Okay. Oh
0: well. Uh, so yeah, we usually ask our guests uh, a few basic Destiny questions, uh, such as, "What's your favorite raid in Destiny One, Destiny Two, and
1: just overall?" My favorite raid. So I never played Destiny One. Okay. I never played it. I did. I never played Destiny One, um, and so I don't have that experience to to, to uh, draw from. But my favorite raid is the very first one that I ever finished, which, which is uh, which is Leviathan. I finished that my the very first raid I ever do, ever completed. It was it was it was it was a, it was a ton of fun because I I learned how to, how to coordinate on the fly. I learned how to work as a team, how to cover for other people, like mm-hmm. and. The hardest part, though, is learning how each raid group uh, refers to each of the <laughs> each of the encounters. Oh, everybody, yes, yes, right? Everybody has their own lexicon. <laughs> everybody has, you know, especially Last Wish. Everybody calls every one of those symbols something something different, and that's fine. Yeah. It, it, but but just learning learning the vernacular was was fun. So yeah,
2: <laughs> I always whenever we do like a garden. Mm-hmm. Of salvation shirt, but I always have to when we get to the third encounter. No, the third encounter, second encounter. I always have to tell people, hey, we go right where everybody else goes left, and everybody's like, "Oh, that's so weird." I was like, "That's literally how we were like. We watched the <laughs> video, and they told us they to go right." And I was like, "And it makes sense because it's like basically it's a diamond shape. It's a baseball diamond, so like, yeah, mm-hmm. you go first, second, third, and then home. So right, but yeah." Yeah, but, I, I know how that is.
1: And that's one of the things that when you go from group to group to group, you have to figure out, is it a baseball diamond where you have home plate and you run down to first base and then second, third, and back around? Or do you start where you are and go to your left? Some people do it either way. Some people have different terms. For yeah, different I mean, they
2: they both work. It's just right how we've done it. And I always say, like, this is how it it's done. So mm-hmm. that's right, how exactly. we do it. i know i know i know that struggle of hopping in in and out of raids luckily i have a fairly good clan with some good raiders so we typically always have the same call out so i don't ever have to really worry about somebody calling something really weird i'm just like what
1: right exactly exactly uh what's your favorite class to play my favorite class um so I started as a hunter. I've shifted to warlock, but my, I do have to say that I enjoy running around, smashing my head into things. So, so i a, uh, a, a Titan main. Um, <laughs> I prefer arc Titan top tree. Okay. I've used, I've used, I've used center tree a couple of times. Um, uh, I, I, I like top tree because it has the extra, a grenade charge.
2: So I, what you're sa- what you're saying, Bill, is I picked yeah. a horrible guest to come on the
1: podcast.
0: Shoulder <laughs> <Children laughs> charging arc titans. Yes, let's go.
1: So I will say this. I will say this. I have played with Skullfort, and I've also played with the with with the with with the um uh, 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 MK forty four stand aside especially in PVP I like using the MK44s because when you're sprinting at full health it gives you the overshield so it's mm-hmm. nearly impossible it's nearly impossible for people to uh, uh, it's nearly possible for for people to get you across the map which is one of the things that frustrates the crap out of me about PVPs that I could be thinking okay I'm in a good spot and I'm running and all of a sudden the guy that sees one p- p- pixel of my forehead from, like, 90 miles away hits me in the dome. I'm like, where the hell did that come from? So That, that I used, would be me. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't mind it if I make a bad play or I'm in the wrong spot or I don't move the right direction. That's fine. I get that part. But if I'm just, you know, doing what I'm supposed to do, making my cost my team, and I get domed. For like, and I'm like, where the hell was was that person? And I mm-hmm. and it shows the person, you know, when you die, it shows their outline where they were standing. I'm like, how the hell did he see me? How?
2: Mm-hmm. So, so I oh go ahead. No, you finish <laughs> up because I'm gonna kind of backtrack a little bit with Ray. Okay. But finish up your statement.
1: No, I just I just <laughs> said I I do use skull fort. I I prefer skull fort in most situations. I found some utility in the stand sides too. So.
2: Okay. Um. Actually, I was about to ask you: Have uh, do you have a day one raid team ready to go for the new I, raid? I do are not, not. Are you not going to do... attempt it day one, or are you just kind of want to sit? I back? have.
1: Tr- you know, I've tried to tried to get on a on a few teams. I've I've sent okay. out some feelers. Nobody has responded, so I do not have a day one raid team. I would love to be able to get in with five other guardians. And we work out the puzzles and we think. Okay. So, a, you know, we we work together as a group. So, yeah.
2: I'm actually we're going to I'm going to post, I'm going to make a channel in our Discord and uh I think okay. as of right now we have two teams filled. Uh you could be an alternate and we can start focusing on making a third team. Um, okay. So, I'm not really sure like what other Discord you're in in terms of Destiny but You can even bring some of those people around so we can get as many people the opportunity for Day One Raid as possible.
1: Sounds great to me. Sounds great to me. So
2: so going on to some uh, favorite Destiny things, uh, what's your favorite exotic? Um. So I'm this.
1: Yeah, so you know, okay, so I do appreciate Skull Fort. I do appreciate a, a, a stand aside. There's nothing quite for me, at least. There's nothing quite like like I'm a like I'm a hectium for because because not having to reload, at least for me, is a huge deal. I I I I I really like the perk perk. I'm auto loading holster for me. For, for, so for me, if a weapon has demolitionist and and I'm hollow loading holster, I will try to find a way to I do, way to fit it into my, well, my load loadout. Um okay. because I just found that it it so I use I use Actium specifically as a void titan. It it just works really well for what <laughs> I do. Okay. Now, as far as a as far as a weapon goes, that's um that sort of depends on the day. When I so the very first exotic I ever got was very first exotic that I ever got in the game was was, uh, was Huckleberry. The very first exotic I mm-hmm. ever got in D2 was Huckleberry. And so yeah. I love the crap out of that gun. I just and that
2: that's a really good exotic to be honest. It doesn't receive
1: enough love. I agree, especially in Gambit and I. As strange as this sounds, I actually like Gambit. I like the co-op, a competitive. I definitely did
2: pick a horrible guess. (laughs) 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 That's okay, Gambit lover. And
1: Gambit lover, exactly. Um, You know, I get that Gambit is broken. I get that PvP is broken. I get all that. I just, I just enjoy that sort of like you're racing alongside each other concept, and every once in a while, someone will, someone jumps over. There's a you know I've 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 run with a lot of different groups a lot of different clans and 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 if you can get four people four people four guardians that know what they're doing and know how to communicate and know their timings it's actually pretty fun. But, no,
2: it, it, Gambit is a lot of fun if you have a full team.
1: Exactly. It, it, it really I really is. Playing Gambit solo queue hurts my brain. Playing Gambit with friends is a ton of fun. That being it's. said. So I found that uh, at, at least uh, when I was very early on in D two, I loved Huckleberry because I could clear red bars without even trying. I mean, all you and so I, I I I sort of learned how to play too fast, and when I got away from away from away from Huckleberry, I had to had to adjust everything I did. But when I started playing with Huckleberry, I just realized I could move so quickly and I could I could wind that thing up so fast I could mow through red bars like that. It was a ton of fun. I loved it in PvE. I tried it in PvP a couple of times, but I don't aim that well. I, I'm I'm more of a um a strategic mover versus somebody that has awesome aim because I'm not I I can't aim to save my life in PvP. So I, I love that gun when I first started out. That being said, I, 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 the, one of the very first exotic quests I ever finished was um, a uh Burden. And I love um, that gun. I got that gun very, very, very early. It sort okay. of went to, yeah, it, it sort of went to being... Everybody loved it. It was meta, and then it kind of dropped off a little bit. I think about the time that Bungie nerfed snipers. Yeah. But 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 then I got the got the catalyst, and that sort of moved it moved it uh, moved it, uh, it it back up to the top of the list. So I I really like like a Mizunagi's burden. I like Wither Horde. Um, it, it's it's sort of for me a depends on, on the situation. So, so if I'm in Gambit or if I'm doing some sort of a situation where I have to clear a lot of ads at once, I'll use Wither Horde. But if we're, if we're, if we're in a fire team and we kind of work out roles, I, I, I like to snipe because I'd like to, and this is probably one of the reasons I'm not very good at PvP, is, is that I'd like to kind of stand back and kind of, kind of observe movements and, And then I'll 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 pick certain targets to take out so that the rest of my team can kind of, kind of kind of 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 move forward. So,
2: oh, so you're a warlock in a titan's body.
1: Got it. Well, okay. That being said, as far as warlock goes, I think Chaos Reach is awesome. I love the concept of shooting a giant laser beam out of my hand. It's just you know I'm just like you know what. I love I love uh tree Arc Warlock because I feel like I'm a a a a a a super saiyan I can just float in the air and shoot people with a laser beam so
2: No that's a lot of fun. It is. Uh to finish it up. I mean I guess this is maybe a little bit tougher for you. I mean Kane probably I think he had some issues with it too but uh what's your best memory of of Destiny? A lot of mine came like D one, but since you guys both kind of started off in D two, like kind of <laughs> interesting to hear like what your guys' memories are. Well, I already know Kane, so Kane has to talk.
1: So f- for me, so unless he wants to, you can talk for me. Go ahead.
2: No, it's okay. No, you can talk
1: for me. It's okay. So my favorite. A Destiny 2 moment, um, was the very, very first raid I ever did. Now, I didn't finish it, but my son, um, uh, my son got me into D2. He said, Dad, you should download D2. It's free. This is back, back after, so, so, back, just, just, just before, uh, uh, Forsaken dropped. So I got in, and about the Red War, which was, uh, kind of around, uh, Early November 2017. Yeah, that's when D two yep. launched,
0: right? At
1: least on no. PC, anyways. PC. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. PC. Okay. So anyway, so, so yeah, so so my 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 son said, Dad, uh, you need to download this, and they're like, oh, okay, so I downloaded, started playing It's free to play, and then my son spent seventy dollars of his own cash to buy me buy me buy me buy me of Forsaken, and that was awesome because then. I I got it, got into it Forsaken. I really got into the story. But the very first raid I ever did, but didn't finish, was was uh, was Last Wish. And my son invited me. He said, "Dad, I, I'm going to invite you to this raid team. Two rules: one, don't mention that you're my dad, <laughs> and two, you have to listen. Listen. Don't talk. Just listen." I go, "Okay, fair enough." So I got on this raid team, and I said, "Look, you know, I just started." brand new to this raid fortunately the the guys in the raid were fantastic i got up to um we got to the final step of uh of uh chi and i couldn't finish the raid because i actually had an appointment to do something else and i said look i gotta go i'm sorry fortunately the tire fire team was cool people and it was an awesome experience and i learned so much so yeah just
2: good that's good, I'm happy to hear that, especially being, like, your first raid ever getting into with a good group of people, because yeah. sometimes that can be a struggle. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, my yep. my I dad agree. started off with D1 and got me into it, so <laughs> uh, with Destiny 2, I, like, I actually started really getting into it.
2: And uh, Yeah, we need to get your dad back in the Destiny, to be honest. He just doesn't
0: play video games as much anymore. Like, his hand, like, he he's at the point where his hands hurt, man, to play games. Mm, purple or, tunnel. I guess, like, after, like, years and years and years of playing games and working with his hands mm. and stuff, so. He's wow. more, he's actually more, um, getting into, like, playing guitars now. Like, he has a, like, Which a is rack, weird. a rack of guitars. Sounds like, that sounds like Mike. <laughs> like, he's got, like, this weird smart speaker that, like, plays music alongside him. It's, like, pretty cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, like he's doing other stuff at the moment, man.
2: I always enjoyed raids with your dad. Your dad was cool.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget the friggin' uh, raids that we did with him. Especially... A lot uh, of crowns. No, and it wasn't crown, it was the Scourge. Well,
2: he did crown with
0: us. I guess he did, but yeah, yeah.
2: I remember him more in crown.
0: <laughs> we We had him on reserve sometimes, so like... If someone yeah. would quit out, he would just come in and like he would just. He was really, actually really good at Crown, which is surprising. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. I don't think he's played. Uh, I don't think he's played the 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 last raid that came out, of Garden. I don't think he's done that yet.
2: No, I mean, if he has, he hasn't done it with us. Yeah. Did he at least do the campaign? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay
0: uh do we have anything else here no just
2: um i mean unless he wants to go on kind of talk about like what type of content you make on
0: yeah sure share that out
2: because we never actually we always always forget to ask that because i mean that should be like the main purpose we always just kind of ask like destiny related question and be like oh yeah we don't care about your content but no we (laughs) We always ask that
0: at the end because like that's the thing that me like at the end, me and Solid pick uh, our stuff. I always,
2: yeah, I always forget to like.
0: But at, have the, top, that like, but at notes. the top of the hour, we you forget to do it. So yeah,
1: uh, pip out your stuff. Okay, Um, I you know I, I've used I've used is D- is D- D- Destiny two to kind of expand my skill set and my horizons. I started off in um, started off in gaming, just kind of doing podcasts and, and, and writing. So um, I got a I got a job. I wouldn't call it a job because it wasn't really paid, but I got a position with an with an esports startup, and we were trying to gain traction.
2: I was actually, just about to bring that because I remember you were talking on Twitter, and you were like yeah. saying like how you you started up like a few of them, haven't you? You said right. So
1: I've I I've I would say overall I interviewed like seventy people from all over the globe, Zambia, China, Australia. New Zealand, the UK, uh, Canada. I mean, I talked to I've talked to a to a whole bunch of people, and that that all started from you know I was working with this company, and we just wanted to find traction, but we didn't have any cash to spend. And I'm like, look, let's just talk to people. Let's just interview them about what they do and who they are, because everybody's favorite subject. Is, uh, is, uh, themselves. Everybody's favorite subject is themselves. They love to talk about themselves. And so my podcast, whatever I've done, whoever I've talked to is just really based upon the question. Would you like to tell me about what you're doing? And then, and, and then you just ask the right questions. And, and I try to position myself as I am learning about this person. I'm learning about this subject. I'm learning about this product. And then I try to reference the product in relation to other things, comparison, things like that. I don't do journalism in the sense that I don't do – I don't call people up and try to get scoops. That's not my style. Um, I, I'm i more of stories because everyone has a story and they like to tell it. So I've, I've talked to – like I said I've talked to so I I have this friend in Zambia that I've never met in real life but she and I have talked multiple times I sent her I sent her one of my shirts True story to ship a shirt to Zambia costs 200 costs $235 uh-huh. So, um Ugh. you know, so I've I've like I said, I've interviewed probably over 70 people. If I went back and looked at the numbers, I could probably give you an account. But that has really introduced me to a ton of people. Plus, it's 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 shown me the value of being on LinkedIn. And I I will always extol the virtues of LinkedIn, especially for gamers and esports in general, because it's an untapped resource. A lot of people around the world want that content, and a lot of people want to talk about gaming because it's such a huge industry, but it's very fragmented. There are
2: so are, are you telling me I should get a LinkedIn, Bill? Is that what you're yes, saying? Yes. I
1: am absolutely saying you should get a LinkedIn. And okay, I'll do here's... that
2: after the podcast. <laughs> and,
1: and I mean, yes, it is a more professional mm-hmm. version of Facebook, but I can tell you I've talked to recruiters, I've talked to HR people. They do look at your LinkedIn profile. They look at they look at your accomplishments, they look at how you present yourself. And all of the orgs that I've ever been with, I always say, "Where are we on LinkedIn?" 90% are like, "We don't even try." I'm like, "That's where the money is." People yeah, one listen- of my uh yeah,
2: favorite entrepreneurs, uh Gary Vaynerchuk, he mm-hmm. always talks about LinkedIn. Yeah. Really big and stuff. He's like, just so
1: many opportunities. And, and, there. and there there are a ton of opportunities. Their platform is really easy to access, especially with video. You could do native video on LinkedIn from your phone. It's really simple to do. And so I post all my podcasts there. I post all my podcast highlights. I I do right now... I'm right now I'm working on two separate podcasts. One is for like a, so I'm, I'm the, I'm the head customer service person, co-founder of this, of this uh, startup that, uh, that is doing software development. So I'm talking to non-gaming people about their business and what they do. And then I also do um, my own podcast, not as frequently anymore because I'm, I'm busy other things, but I do podcasts with interesting people that I meet meet in the gaming world. And, uh, uh, the last one that I talked to is this, uh, caster for uh, rocket league. Dude is, okay. dude is incredibly talented. Uh, sh- uh, uh, sp- uh, Spaceman. Spaceman okay. is a, is a, is a bright young caster. And we got into a conversation. I said on, on Twitter and I said, Hey, why don't you come on my podcast? And we'll talk about all this. He's like, you got it. So we talked about, you know, um, what he goes through to prep, um, How he deals with, you know, he's, he's, he's the face of the event and he knows the least about the event, but people yell at, but, but people yell at him like he knows everything. He's like, Hey, look, (laughs) I got people in my ear telling me what's going on. And they only tell me what I need to know. And, and so it's, it, it, it's Mm -hmm. funny because I, I said on the pod, I said on that episode, I said, I think everybody in their life should hold a certain number of jobs. One should be like a server. You should work in like a some large restaurant at least for 6 months of your life just to understand. It. People uh, see should...
2: I'm very fortunate with that, that <laughs> I, I my mom's been a server her entire life, so I know the struggle, all that. So like I like whenever I go out, the e, I tip really well and I'm always yeah. very patient with servers just because exactly. like Especially when it's rush hour, like, (laughs) they have, you know, seven, eight other tables and something Mm -hmm. like it just, I I understand. I I wouldn't want to do it. So
1: more power to you. Yeah. And so, so I told him, I go, you know, people should be a server. People should be a, be a, a sports official for at least a season. I spent 20 years as a, I spent 20 years working fast pitch softball as an umpire. I was a, as a, as a high school and college basketball referee for, for 16 years. And so I, I totally get what that means. And then I said, so everybody should be a, 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 a caster at least one or two times in their lives. Cause it's just, you have to improvise on the fly. You have to think on your feet. You have to have your stick down. It's a harder job than people think it is. So, no, agree. Okay. So, so, so we just connected that way, and I'm trying to get this other streamer friend of mine. She's really bright, and she's really busy, and I wanted to talk to her. So, yeah. So that started, and then, and then, so I, I like to focus on the on the on the on the business side of gaming. I don't do guides very well. I don't. I I'm trying to get into some more um analysis of gameplay. Uh, loadouts for Destiny Two, but I don't, I don't do guides very well for some reason. I just, I don't know. This for me doesn't sit well. But
2: The biggest thing too, there's just so many people out there that are always doing guides. So like, it's great. Like, I, because I'm right there with you. I really should start doing guides and stuff, but I need to get on it like right away and just do it. Just because like everybody's doing them. Like, they're just so out there. We're Loadouts are the same way, but, like, even just, like, the interviewing process that you're doing, like, you don't really see that too often in the podcasting side. So, like, that's kind of cool. Mm.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I, yeah, I i do podcasts. I do some writing. I haven't written as much lately, um, <clears throat> mainly because I have a, gr- have a granddaughter who is three, and um, she's not bossy. She has really good... L- She's not bossy. She has extremely good, good, uh, good leadership skills. And so she's, she tells me what she wants when she wants it. And because I'm her grandfather, of course I have to give it to her. What kind of a grand, what kind of grandfather would I be if I didn't give my granddaughter what she wanted? (laughs)
2: Yeah, you can't say no.
1: Right. No. (laughs) Um, but I do, yeah, I focus on the business side. I don't, I don't, I don't get into drama usually. Um, I, I just, I mean, like for example, I've said this now for uh, almost eight months, we have reached peak Twitch. Twitch as a platform has reached its peak and there are opportunities out there for other platforms. And, and you know, people, people are going to say, well, there was, was Mixer. Okay. The reason Mixer failed had nothing to do with streamers. Nothing, nothing to do with stream. Mixer failed because of its platform and how it was set up. The reason Twitch does so well is that they're backed by Amazon. Amazon is the center of the universe, in case you didn't know. And so they have more money than almost God. And they can do anything they want.
0: I think Microsoft has I mean, more money than Amazon.
2: But, uh, but, I don't but, think so now. Okay. I don't know, they might. But
0: here's the thing. They're a billion dollar company now.
1: But. Microsoft is a it. Microsoft is an enterprise software company. They always have been and they always will be. They're an enterprise software company. Amazon is a distribution platform. That's all they are. They're a giant warehouse. Amazon doesn't actually make anything. They pay other people to make things. Listen, but they man, have Mix, to... Mixer bought uh, a bunch of
0: streamers with huge, huge uh, followings and stuff. Like they tried it get, really well,
2: hard. Well, we can go like on this topic for probably a while, but yeah, I, other yeah. than I think that I think the ninja purchase bringing ninja over was a smart move, just because I think it opened the eyes of other content creators to realize that they could reach out to other platforms and be successful. Because there was for that stigma for a while, if you were a, cont- a live streamer, that you couldn't be successful anywhere else other than Twitch. And I think once Ninja left Twitch to go to Mixer, I think that that opened the opportunity for YouTube gaming. Uh, could have been Mixer and which now Facebook is doing really, really good things over there. So, so Facebook's doing a lot of good things, but so, Mixer made some dumb purchases. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Shroud. I mean, Shroud is by far one of the best mouse and keyboard players we've seen but they should have stepped away and focused with going after community focused streamers content creators and let twitch dominate the esports industry and allow their just whoever is on at that point jared fps was on mixer uh top fortnite player like allow your own people that are on that platform or are doing esports continue to just do whatever like that you weren't going to take the esports community away from twitch they weren't going to bring uh because if you went and look goth was a good signing because if you went and looked at goth shroud and ninja goth was doing better in terms of what like if you compared numbers from twitch the mixer his numbers were much closer than what shroud and ninja were by Mm -hmm. a mile so if they would have went focused on right. getting more people like a King Thalian, I think mm-hmm. those moves so,
1: might make sense, sense. Right. And that being said, I think you should check out a platform called called Caffeine. So caffeine yeah. came caffeine came along about the same time as <laughs> uh, as Mixer did, but caffeine made the smart move and they branded themselves as a community platform. They didn't brand themselves as a gaming platform. And they started doing community things. I don't follow them as much as I used to, but they used to hold live live rap battles and live dance battles. Holy crap! That is some great content because there are definite communities there that love that stuff, that would love to connect people, East Coast, West Coast, Canada, down south in Mexico, South America, that area of the world. There are so many communities that don't have anything to do with gaming, but they want to connect with each other, and they want to see what's going on, and caffeine has done that.
2: Yeah, I've actually I've heard of caffeine a few times. I think yep. aren't they like more strongly like in
1: terms of like mobile users? I want to say no. The uh, platform that is focused on on mobile gaming is 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 is, a, is a Trovo.
2: Well, and I'm just talking like I think wasn't like didn't like caffeine start like as a mobile app and then I think they're focused. They got like a website and stuff. I want to yeah. think that's on how they started. Yeah. Yep. So. All right, before we get too far off topic, because I can talk about this for an <laughs> yeah, hour.
1: Yeah. An hour, be... an hour, an hour. Yes, we can. Yeah.
2: Uh, We'll get back on to uh, some Destiny topics. Uh, So, what's everyone been up to at Destiny? Because, to be honest, I really haven't been up to a whole lot other than just Crucible. I don't know, Kane. if you've really been doing anything. Bill?
0: This past week, I just uh, I just logged in and do my Bright Dust, and then that's it. Um, We did.
2: Niobe Lab, so we didn't attempt that. We that did.
0: Way. We almost got there, man. We were really close.
2: Yeah. Uh, that last that
0: last wave, we just need to find out how to complete that fast enough to put in the code. But yeah, we're really close. Uh, I don't know if we're going to try it again this weekend. Probably not. I don't think. more are interested. I- I'll get
2: a hold of Jay. I mean, unless you don't want to attempt it this weekend. I mean, I'm cool either way, like, yeah. on Sunday. Like, if we want to go for it, we can. If not... Yeah, I, I, think, I, need, to get, I need to
0: get back to Evil Within 2 and try and finish that this okay. weekend.
3: Okay,
2: we'll, we'll try next weekend then, since we even really talked about it. So, Yeah, Bill?
0: I've been playing a bunch of other stuff. But yeah, Bill, what have you been up to?
1: I've been working on, 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 on uh, Catalysts. Um, I finished Crimson, Sturm, Jade Rabbit, Graviton Lance... Nice. Um, I also completed all of the sleeper nodes uh, on Mars. I did that today. I, hate you.
2: <laughs> I, hate you. I, I actually I need to log on. I need to do that.
1: But I I finally got that done. Made a video. Posted it on Twitter. Um, I've been I've been working on a, a, a catalyst. I I've also um I uh, 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 I made a video about using Sturm and, and Drang, and there's some really wild DPS going on there. I mean. Yes. yes.
2: And good. Good news is Drang is actually coming forward, so like that at least yep. makes term
3: <laughs> usable.
2: <laughs> I don't know if you're gonna want to use it with some of the other maybe options that we might have, but who knows? <laughs> with the changes so, to
1: hand cannons. Right. I was gonna say, so all one tens are now one twenties. Combine that with the fact that you can use the charge with light mods on your sidearm combine that yeah. with yeah uh, combine that with the fact that you can overload sturm with uh with those with those powered rounds i I once got it up to twenty eight sturm rounds so basically you have twenty eight supercharged sturm rounds um so and a video that I made that will come out sunday I show the difference in the d p s so on a uh, 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 on a yellow bar ogre from range, a regular Sturm round does about 3,200. If you have an overcharge round, you get an 8,000 point bonus. You're doing almost 12,000 per shot.
2: It's like a, more than a sniper.
1: Yes, that is sick. Jesus. It is absolutely sick. So, so, so combine the fact that Sturm or you have Sturm. Drang has rampage. You you can use the charge with light mods on your sidearm. Sturm and Drang are gonna be super super OP. Just saying. <laughs> so um but I finally finished Jade Rabbit. That um that that hurt my head. Um I finished I finished uh Rat King, which is which is awesome because okay. now... <laughs> Because now when I get a kill and reload, not only do I go invisible, but I get healed as well. So yes, I've oh been doing. I've idea yeah, uh, uh, crimson rat king, sturm, jade rabbit, a uh, graviton lance. So I've done five so far. I'm working on uh, working on on uh, on uh, colony catalyst. Uh, also, uh, also ward catalyst. Oh okay. so, yeah, yeah. There
2: you so, go. You're you're, you're busy. Are you doing anything to like prep for Beyond Light? Or are you just kind of going to go in
1: there fresh? You know, I aside from the fact that what I have almost ten 000, a, thousand, a, thousand 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 uh, thousand thousand a a gunsmith materials, I got like five thousand Vanguard tokens. Um, I got about seven hundred hundred crucible tokens. I mean. That, and with, you know, you got Mars going away, Io, uh, Titan, and Mercury. So so we're basically going to lose those four sources uh, of uh, 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 planetary t- 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 materials. I carry about 60 to 70 um, enhancement cores um, at any given time. Um, I might, what I might do is I might go through my vault and all the old armor that I've, like, saved but never used. I might dump that. Um... And and so I I will probably go into beyond light with about eighty cores. I'll make sure that I have my full twenty five uh, um, uh 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 full full twenty five stack of, 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 of uh of uh, the uh, uh of the upgrade modules ready to go. I have um, twenty six Huh? I have twenty six <laughs> upgrade modules. There you go. You have one in your, I broke uh, the
0: system. <laughs> You broke the system? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. You're always breaking shit.
2: This but, is why we can't have nice things. There's gonna, oh, be, there, there's gonna be an update in Tuab. This is be why like, we okay, can't have nice things. <laughs> upgrade modules are gonna be brought down to, like, 15. <laughs> <laughs> because there's some bug that allows some guardians to have 26.
1: Right. Um, but as far as prep, I mean, I... So the... I think Bungie is, re, is fundamentally... Adjusting how everything is done in Beyond Light, they just haven't said it yet. I think they're mm-hmm. going to change the bounty system. I think they're going to change the way the way the whole, 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 whole planetary uh, material system. Wouldn't surprise me if instead of two hundred and fifty thousand limit on Glimmer, that went up as well. Because when they launched Shadow Keep, Shadow Keep the. It, the uh, glimmer cap was uh uh uh, uh, uh hundred thousand was hundred thousand and I was I was I was hitting hundred thousand consistently all the time. Well, now <laughs> at two hundred fifty thousand, it takes obviously it takes me longer, but I'm still hitting two hundred fifty thousand pretty consistently. Hey, Sully, means...
0: remember the glimmer cap in Destiny One. Do you remember it? Now? No, I don't. It's like I it was like 9,999. Really? It wasn't even 10,000. Wow.
2: I <laughs> don't no, actually I don't remember that. And now we
0: have a cap of like 250k. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, right? Nice.
2: No. Uh, so, I mean, I remember the vault space in D1 on day 1 was trust me boys 500 is real nice (laughs) on what we used to have (laughs) it was like maybe like 30 spots or something like that it was it was yeah it was bad but like everybody was like new like the one thing i like if you go back and like listen to like a lot of our previous podcasts and like i'm always just really just beating the drum on this is like they need to make exotics feel exotic again um and what i mean by that is like i just feel like exotics are just too easy to come by now like they they always are just kind of dropping you have so many exotic quest lines um and i'm not saying no get you know get completely rid of exotic quest lines um i really do enjoy i'm hoping we get a uh, exotic like uh mission with uh beyond light, like similar to for, like uh, for
0: for right?
2: Yeah, for Gallahorn. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but back in D one, like exotics were like tough to come by. Like I remember, like we two when Zer was selling Gallahorn, and obviously game was very new, and you know, like how we bought things from Zer was from strange coins, and everybody's just like, we're all like holding on to our strange coins, and we're like, we're all thinking.
0: We're not going to use a rocket launcher. We're not going to use an exotic in our heavy slot.
2: Yeah, like, that's just, no. (laughs) We're going to probably, you know, use it as, like, our primary or, you know, maybe our special. Something that we could consistently use at all (laughs) times. And let me tell you what. We all look stupid (laughs) then. (laughs) Yeah. The well, people that bought Galahorn, I don't even remember why I didn't buy Gal. Gallow- I don't know if I didn't have enough strange coins at the time, but yeah, I I didn't buy it. But luckily, I I got my Galahorn sooner than others. So,
1: well, and and I think that so I I mean f- for me, getting exotics was more of a quest thing. I, I actually thought it was harder to get. Get recluse and revoker, then oh, yeah. getting some of these other ones. I mean, I get so and and everyone has their story of they you know they go in last wish and they you know this is their thirty eighth time and they don't have one k and some moron that comes along. Oh, I've never raided before. Let me come along and they get one k and you're like you're never raiding with me ever again. Get out of my fire team. You know, there, there's there's always that story, but I mean, it, it's just. It's really interesting to me that some of the, there are certain legendaries like Mountaintop, like Revoker, that are honestly harder to get than, 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 <laughs> than, uh uh uh, 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 certain exotics. Um, I think that, I don't think Bungie is going to shift how you get exotics because it's a, it's a really nice way. To keep newer players involved. That said, they're going to gate some of the older stuff. Like, so I earlier this season, I set out to get get us uh, get 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 sleeper. Yeah. So, so I got I got sleeper, and then and then the worst part was getting the frickin' catalyst done. Oh uh, my gosh, uh, that hurt my head. I don't even have the catalyst, so it, that just hurt my head to finish that catalyst. But I did it because. There's, there Whether or not you agree with, with Bungie doing this, the fact that they are, are pulling these planets, pulling these destinations, makes sense because now they have created an urgency of uh, uh, the whole fear of missing out thing. So when they reintroduce IO later with a bunch of new content, you're going to have the ability to do things on Excuse me, IO. You're going to have, you you know, maybe they're going to time gate whisper again. I don't know. Um, But what Bungie's doing with these planets is you have to remember this game is old (laughs) from a, a software development standpoint. Destiny 2 is an old game. Mm hmm. They're so they're they're so what they're doing is they're taking these these planets out, they're going to refactor the code, and then they're going to reintroduce them because they want to make their code base current so that way they can add, add- things faster the and Everyone thinks that you know Bungie doesn't know what they're doing. well, keep in mind that the the event that we all stood in the tower for for an hour and a half to watch the Almighty crash down to earth that took you know four hundred days to do. Um yeah. that is something that has never happened before. That was a live event that was not originally planned as far as their software development. So they didn't write the code for it. So they phrase this. They didn't write the code for it six months or like two years before they were gonna do it. They literally wrote it in real time and then inserted it into the game. For people that aren't software developers, doing that is a big deal. You don't understand what it takes for a software development company to shift how they work on the fly. Nobody gets that. Very few people understand. That's what I think is the source of a lot of people's people's frustration right now is that they don't understand what, what is going on with the game. They think there's like, make the game better. And, and that's all they say, like, fix your game, Bungie. And they're like, we are but we don't have time to explain it to people that don't want to listen. um.
2: Well, yeah, that's one of the things, like, working with Kane. Like, we both have kind of, like, an understanding that we both don't really know what we're doing, like, in terms of, like, game development. (laughs) So we're not, like, super, like, critical. We might be, like, a little bit more critical on, like, in terms of, like, uh, their Q&A. Because, like, there are, like, just a lot of just kind of, like, dumb bugs that shouldn't be in the game. I'm not even talking like I'm talking like Iron Banner bugs when it was saying yeah. get kills with that's something that shouldn't be in
1: the yes. game. Like yes. so,
2: Something like that shouldn't right. be in the game. Um, you. Obviously other things. But yeah like that live event was like actually really cool. Like yes it yeah. took a lot longer than what we all expected it to be but yes like in terms of like doing that like I think you kind of have to look like as a we're going to we're going to kind of segue into this uh t- next topic here but like as a gamer of beyond light like our destiny like it's definitely like kind of like a step forward on what we're going to see in the future because mm-hmm. like it was their first time ever doing that so what does that mean the next time around they're going to have more experience with it so like, we're just going to be kind of... They're going to be better with it. Yeah, that's what I was talking about with the leak, by the
1: way. Right, got it. I saw. Perfect. Right. Well, and... and So, so, so. for me, as, as, as far as Beyond Light, I think what you need to do is you need to look back at what happened right before Shadow Keep dropped. We had that, like, two-week event where Bungie said, okay, we want you to run Escalation Protocol. I want you to get so many kills and so many events in in a certain, certain period of time, and uh, 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 if you do it, you get stuff at the end. And the whole community like responded like that. The next step to that was the following season, where where you where you had the on demand on demand public events of the Seraph Towers. Now, now yeah. we, can, we can argue all day about how the Seraph Towers worked and didn't work. Okay, that's not the point, though. The point is, the Seraph Towers started off a certain way. Halfway through the season, they evolved because people started to figure out how they worked. And Bungie shifted it. Okay, so it, it went from, let's see what people do in this large-scale public event that is Escalation Protocol. Oh, that actually worked out pretty good. People liked it. Now let's make another on-demand public event on multiple planets that you have to have coordination for that you can't talk to your fire team about. I mean, you could have nine people in the instance and you could talk to at most uh two other people. So you okay. had to coordinate with people in real time without Unless speaking it, Exactly. But... Exactly. And so now I think what you're getting into is they're going to take that concept and take it to the next. Next level, whether that's whether that's um in the raid where you have two locations, and and you have to coordinate certain things with two locations. I mean, it's better. I mean, they
2: they kind of, they did kind of do that with VOG a little bit when okay. people they get teleported. Um, so I, I would love to see them bring something like that back. Um,
0: if you do the ribbon
2: fight properly,
0: uh, that's how. I yeah, think. And that, uh, yeah. I was about to say I've
2: never done Riven, so like legit cause everybody's like, hey, I like cheese, let's just cheese it. Right. So and
1: Well why not? in yeah, and in I believe Garden of Salvation, where you go from the main platforms and you go to those different spots. Yeah. You know, it's 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 possible to cheese that to get the uh a uh, challenge done. You kill all the ads, grab all the modes, and then then if you jump up high enough from the highest point uh, all the uh, all the ads, a a a a a respawn. So, <laughs> the the biggest thing with
2: the VOG one, you used to be able to where you could cheese it to where you could like coordinate on who would go, but they actually that was a bug, so they fixed it. Okay. So when VOG, which I'm so happy that you and Kane, because Kane's never done VOG either, will be able to get to experience at a beautiful sixty FPS plus, depending on what type of rig you have. Mm. And season fourteen, I believe, because next season's thirteen. Yes. Correct. Yep, exactly. Uh season fourteen you guys would be able to get to experience VOG. Um it it would randomly pull you, so you could never coordinate, so like it could it would just take the just three, three random people. So like it kinda made things chaotic and kinda fun. Mm-hmm. Where like at least Garden of <clears> Salvation, <throat> like you were able to kind of like coordinate on who's going, who's
1: staying, who's
2: doing what, so
1: Yep. I agree. Well, and, and and I think that what's going on with the stasis concept is going to be really interesting too. I think the platforming possibilities are going to be really awesome. So, so for all those people who like platforming and getting outside the map and doing all sorts of fun stuff, that'll be interesting. I see what they're doing with it to a point, because if you play uh, 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 uh play, play Valorant, I don't know which character it is, but one character has this ice wall that kind of rises up from the ground. What I do don't know the, the character's from name, Overwatch.
2: but yeah. Uh, Mia? Okay,
1: no, it's Mia. Right. Yeah. So, so, so they're doing that sort of so, so being able to, it, it it it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with some of the older locations now that you can you can uh, platform certain ways that, that that you haven't been able to in the past. So
2: yeah, no, I I agree. I think there's going to be on Europa. There's going to be a lot of just kind of like little secret areas that may not like necessarily like be like huge pieces of content. Fine, right? But I think we'll have like really cool lore and, like, backstory and, like, just, like, random, like, potential things that Bungie could do. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. So.
1: Yep, I agree.
2: I agree. But anyways, let's get into this next topic, because we're actually having a fairly long podcast. Uh-oh. Um Which, I mean, I'm fine with. I don't know about you two. I'm sure Kane's probably tired and um, Bill, are you free still?
1: Yes, I'm good. Let's
2: okay. go. Alright, so then this will kinda of go into the uh story trailers. I don't know if you guys actually watched those. Um there was one just the overall story that's gonna be happening with Beyond Light. They have uh Aramis and I with the Aramis, Variks, and um Exo Stranger. Uh I thought they did a really good job of like actually putting the lore at least a piece of lore into the trailer. Because that's always been kind of like one of my like complaints with destiny is on a lot of people don't know really where to go and like find all the lore like one like a lot of people don't really want to be like, "Okay, let me just sit down and watch this by video or just let me google search so I really do like the fact that we saw lore in these trailers, and hopefully like Bungie is starting to kind of like make put the lore into the story so people understand what's actually. <clears throat> Truly going on with uh, the story in Destiny because it's it's a crazy one. So I don't know if you guys have watched those trailers, but if you want to make any opinions or thoughts on them,
1: <laughs> go ahead, Kane. Go ahead, Kane. I
0: don't know what you said, Sully. I completely spaced out. Uh, uh,
2: I was just talking about how they actually put the war. Oh, okay, okay. Into you you didn't strange. say you didn't say
0: anything specific, right? No. Okay. I just so talked yeah, about yeah, them. yeah, yeah. the trailer. The way the trailer went was that uh, it's Varric's talking, and he's uh, saying something about about around the lines of like, uh, I can't follow Aramis down this path, and he's calling out to the Guardian for help. Or well, no, it wasn't the Guardian. It was the Exo Stranger, wasn't it?
2: Right. I think he was just maybe calling out for help. Yeah, but, but the Exo Stranger, we talking, yeah, but the Exo the, stranger showed, showed up.
0: up. <clears throat> yeah. Which is weird, because then she's yeah. going to be the liaison with us and Variks Then, Correct. That's how that's going to go down. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, this is going to be really interesting to see how this story starts off.
2: <laughs> yes, especially just having the extra Stranger back after so long. Like, it's been forever since we've seen the Exo Stranger and then kind of, like, maybe find out a little bit about why she didn't have time to explain and, like, maybe where she's been. Um, He also talks about on how basically, like, I'm assuming in the trailer he's probably talking about Aramis with on how he doesn't like how the darkness powers is changing her. Yeah. At that point, I guess her army. But he could assumably we'll be talking about the Guardian, but I don't think so. I don't
0: think so. And also, it's got the the same vibe that the Barons had, where like all those sub-bosses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's got like that Mega Man feeling to it. There you go. Where you have all the bosses you have to defeat, the, the big boss at the end. Right. Yeah. See, I
1: wouldn't be opposed to that either. Yeah. I like that. See, I think, I think, I think there's going to be some, uh, surprises. I think the fact that, the fact that we pretty much know that, um, Uldren is going to be the new Hunter Vanguard. And so that will create a, 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 uh, a rift between a lot of people who, you know, want to move forward and those who are like, he killed Cade. Uh, I think that, So I think what they're doing is they're they're taking elements from d one and I, like i said I never played d one but they're taking elements from d one and they're bringing them forward and advancing the story they're giving the veterans something to grab onto and they're giving the uh a new people the 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 um incentive to pay attention so they're what they're basically doing is they're bringing everyone together and so people like myself will go to my friends who play d1 and go. Okay, what the hell is he talking about? This is obviously important. And then so my friends who are hardcore D1 go, okay, well in D1 this is what happened. Like, oh, now I get it. Cuz you know, honestly, part of me wants to invest in an old Xbox and get an old copy of uh uh, uh of Destiny and just and just and 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 just and 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 just, and, just, and, just, and, just, and, just and, and and play through it a couple times just so I have some more context because because there's a lot of nuance that I don't have any idea of so
2: yeah and kind of going back on when you mentioned Aldrin and everybody i think assuming that Aldrin is going to be the next Hunter Vanguard um love it or hate it uh opens up potential for great Character development in Destiny, which they have really struggled at at yes. times, yes, and that would definitely open up a pathway that they need to work on. Um, I mean, cause I I go and I talk about uh, Forsaken being by far my favorite campaign, just because of like they did something that realistically we never thought they would they would do, and that would we would see one of our hunter vanguards, or not hunter vanguards, but our hunter vanguard, but just one of the vanguards in general, be killed off. And they took, probably even if you weren't a hunter main, you really liked Cade, and to see them kind of kill them off was just such a surprise.
1: But... So, that being said, remember Bungie <laughs> said that Saint-14 is, Saint-14 is, Saint-14 at some point is, is going away, right? Okay, okay? Mm-hmm. I bet, at some point in Beyond Light, I I don't have any sources on this. I'm just kind of throwing this out there. Saint fourteen dies and goes back into the uh, timeline, and so I think that will be like the next next uh, uh, next uh, next sort of 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 catalyst because because honestly losing Cade, I mean that first mission. And forsaken. Losing Cade was like, what the hell? How did that happen? And then you, that sort of motivates you through the whole story. What if they do a similar concept with that when it comes to Saint Fourteen?
2: I mean, they could. I, I don't know if Saint Fourteen has necessarily like the kind of like love like Cade did. Just I mean, I guess everybody was just closer the cage it's through like the whole D one time. Um I understand what you're saying. I don't know if we'll see him go. I mean unless they find something somebody else to take trials, which they could easily do and just be like, here this person, you're gonna be the trials person though. Which they could do. But um yeah I think honestly like if they're gonna I think the next person if they were gonna maybe kinda kill off and it's already been kind of like written into the thing it would be Shaqs.
1: I agree because 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 of that, well, there's some there's some lore that came out about two months ago about how how Shaxx was singing his, he sang the song to uh what was it Saint and Osiris when we got 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 got, got Devils uh 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 ruin. uh ruin and then and then Eris said that song is from uh from from uh from Sabathum. Yeah, so
2: so I mean, I, that might be down farther down the ro- road when it comes closer to that next expansion. But I could see him being the next person they kill off. But I'm hoping with Aldrin coming back, as we kind of start to see some really good character development from Bungie, start to take place. With even like, there's so many other like NPCs in the game. That, like, I don't think we're seeing, like, Icora Like, Icora
1: hasn't done anything for, like, three seasons! Yeah. She's, like, sat there. I'm like, Icora, talk to me! Please, talk to me! <laughs> talk you know, to me!
2: Please! Amanda, Holiday, um... Right. You know, not necessarily, like, somebody that's, like, super fan, but, like, still a lot of potential there. Right. Um, luckily we're seeing the Drifter with this next expansion, because I think that's just another, like, kind of, like, not a Gambit fan, but I think he has a fantastic, like, I wouldn't say he's a fantastic personality, but, like, he has a lot of potential to be, like, a great involvement to, like, the story, so. I'm hoping Beyond Light will definitely bring better character development from here on out. (laughs) Um, I don't know, what Kane, what you want to see Beyond Light Um same thing with you, Bill.
3: Kane, <laughs> go ahead. Kane, go ahead. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know, Saul. You said you said it all, man. Like the character development stuff. Like we talked about. We've talked about this for months, weeks on the show. Probably months, <laughs> months. Let's be I honest, is... right? But, we said, yeah, we've talked about this for a long time now. And they might do a pretty good job at the beginning, but uh you know it's uh bungee fashion to not pay off every <laughs> pay off anything uh mm-hmm. so i I honestly don't have my like i don't have my hopes up or
3: anything for that, but I do think they're gonna uh, uh escalate the story at least
1: okay so, so... well f- 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 honestly. I would hope two things from Beyond Light. One, it is time for Zavala to go. His 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 character is dry. His character...
0: Oh, Bill, have you heard about our theory of what's gonna happen to Zavala? No, go ahead. Tell me. So we've talked about this before, but uh, essentially, Savathun is gonna uh, get her, like, hooks into Zavala and have him either uh... betray the Vanguard or he'll lose his mind in okay. some fashion. Because of the Lord pieces that have come out, where she is looking, like looking at him, and like like she's investigating him, basically, like trying to like track his movements and stuff. Okay. Uh, so, okay. there's
1: going to be something interesting that happens with Zavala for sure. But so, we don't know what. That being said, i i have, i have written a piece of fan fiction that I'm having artists draw images for that goes into that a little deeper, But in my story, Zavala becomes the becomes the uh, sp- uh, speaker. So, oh, <laughs> <laughs> he yeah he and he and Saint fourteen have this massive fight over the fact that Zavala doesn't want want Aldrin um, as the new 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 Hunter Vanguard, and Saints like, look, we got to get over ourselves here. We got to move forward. And uh 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 and Zavala's like, Nope, not gonna happen. Satan Zavala fight. Also, and yeah.
0: Um sorry.
1: But like No uh
0: I don't know if you remember, but they like made a lot of references to WoW in the past, like over this past year. Uh, mm-hmm. What's his name? The guy that says you're not prepared? Um can't remember Illidan. So they made like references to Illidan, he's like a fallen like uh character mm. like character trope where he one of the best first people he ended up turning into a bad guy. I think that like they might do something similar with Zavala. And okay. I don't see I honestly I'm thinking that the the Vanguard are going to fall away to like the wayside. Like okay. they're already well, broken okay. up pretty pretty much. Right. And there.
1: Yeah, so like I said, I think Zavala's got to go. He's his his character is dry hasn't really evolved very much. You would think there would be different interactions with him, especially after he, 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 he he's, he's resisted partnering with Rasputin uh, 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 for so long. And then he's like, oh, okay, I get it now. So, but then there's some, and maybe it's me not, me not paying attention very well. But the fact that Rasputin killed, killed Fellwinter. Is a and the and the fact that we didn't hear anything technically from Zavala about that is just just uh, as far as I'm concerned is as amazing. But he's got to go, and they got to do something with Ikora. Um She she is my favorite character in the game.
3: No.
1: Um, and the past three seasons, she's like done one thing at the beginning, and then she just stands there, and I'm like. Cora, mm-hmm. I need something from you. I need more of, just I have that she doesn't have anything to, to to give you at this time, um, because I don't. Know, she just she she she's always been a very calming voice. Whether it's the Red War or a a a Forsaken, or so the last time she was even remotely involved with anything was, was the was the was the Vex Offensive. So.
2: Yeah, season of
1: the day. Yep.
2: Other than that, she's been pretty much they haven't done anything with her. Um, Right. Everything's been like Zavala. Yep. Which is a shame. And they may uh, obviously like she's uh, too busy. She's
0: too busy doing Westworld stuff.
2: (laughs) Is oh yeah? I guess she does do that, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it's not necessarily like. I could see them maybe, maybe trying to, like, revoice her. What they did with because Anna? if they're having issues, huh? Like
0: what they did with Anna?
2: Yeah, mm. just I mean, Same thing with, uh, Nolan North taking over, uh, Peter Dinklage. Just because, like, if they want to do dialogue, and, like, and which I'm not opposed to, like, as yeah. much as, like, I understand, like, certain, like, a lot of people really, like, Dinklepop, blah 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 But, like, if you can't get that person to, like, come in and do, like, consistently, like... That was the
0: early criticism of Destiny is that they had all these, like, stars doing their voices. And then, like, they couldn't get them to come in to do other voices or anything. Because their either price was too expensive or scheduling issues or something like that.
2: Right. Yeah, like, then it's kind of like, hey, like if you can't, like, work with us, like, and I'm, like, I'm not saying, like, the person should only be focusing only I core a role, like, they have a career and other yeah, opportunities yeah, to do, yeah. like, go for it, but, like, if they can't do it, and, like, you have to bring in somebody into, like, do, like, a voice acting, like, <clears throat> do it, just try to make it as, like, mm-hmm. close as possible, like, don't make it, like, completely different,
1: so. Yeah. Well, the, so, so the, so the, so the, so the actress who voices Icora, yeah, she, she, she does a lot of stuff. She was in, she's in Bones, uh, she's in, uh, in The Matrix. Matrix, uh, I think it was two or three. Yeah. Both of those probably. So, yeah, she's, she, it wouldn't surprise me if they, if they brought in somebody else, yeah.
2: So we could probably see that, I guess, with, uh, Beyond Light. Yep. Um with also beyond Light coming what do we want to see it as in terms of like because we're all content creators here um and there's definitely you can view a game in two different ways you can view it as just in terms of a gamer and on view it in terms of like a content creator uh what are you guys hoping as a content creator to get out of beyond light like i don't know like for me, I'll give an example. I'm really hoping that we kind of actually receive a raid that introduces, not really introduced but has an exotic weapon tied to it that isn't Westline that gives me a reason to constantly keep going in there and doing Sherpas with people instead of just going in there for pinnacles. I
0: would like to see them introduce, uh, that, not the uh, guided gaming or, uh, system or anything, but like have a Sherpa system. Something that you can show okay. off on your uh, on your emblem, like how many sherpas you've done, because they they have that on uh, raid report, and they can easily do it. Okay. they they usually keep track of that. Yeah, and they show that number. That... Yeah, uh, but yeah,
1: something like that would be really cool. I think. Okay. So, uh, so I think for, for, from a uh, for, so from a content creator standpoint, I, I I'd like the ability to do a do a couple of things without having to bug the game. I'd like the ability to, like, like the ability to have the HUD taken out so that I can do certain things, things with my Guardian. Eh, eh, uh, 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 uh. And it's, it's, something else that I'd also like is the ability to go third person in, 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 uh, in, uh, 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 uh and non 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 non, non uh, pvp situations so like if you're trying to explain something or give some perspective on guides or uh, you're trying to teach somebody something through a video the so, <laughs> ability to go third person without having to do an emote or draw a uh, sword just have that camera move back and be able to adjust it you yeah. know, like a photo
2: mode kind of yes, yeah. Similar.
1: So, uh, 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 I certainly hope that they would do that because there's there are some really high end, high higher end creators that could use that and take advantage of that. I have a friend, I don't know if you know her, a friend, <laughs> the person who is in charge of the clan that I'm in, in um, he's a Cole, she's been trying for a while to get sort of like a Destiny 2 fan movie made. And grabbing mm-hmm. the footage from the game is is really hard basketball. to do. It's it's really really hard to do. There's a way to do it, but you have to bug the game to do it. And I'd like the ability to to do the stuff that I want to do in sort of like a like a like a like a like a like a, like a cinematic mode without having to bug the game. No, I
2: agree. No, I think a lot of people would really
1: would really dig that. we
2: uh, will try to yep. speed this up a little bit. Uh, you want to get into the twab or.
1: You can. Okay. So, as far as the twab for me came down to three things. One, all the hand cannons are going to be 120s or 140s, except for one hand cannon. Sunshot's going to be a 150. They're going to take the ARs, they're going to. They're gonna take the take the DPS down slightly, which I don't think is that big of a deal anyway. But then they're gonna take take a, take take, a, take take a guillotine, and they're gonna uh uh, uh, uh nerf the uh, uh 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 heavy attack.
2: And yeah, so so basically what he's saying. So basically, all the aggressive, all the one ten hand cannons are gonna be moved to a one twenty. So this will kinda of help with damage fall off the range. Uh now starts at thirty two meters. <coughs> um so then going back to the one fifties, the only one fifty hand cannon that will be active in Destiny two will be Sunshot all 150s fifties. You're gonna go to one forties. I think the move on why they're trying to maybe do this is maybe to help with balancing. Um this definitely does hurt the hand cannon community, I think a little bit, but I get once we actually kind of maybe get our hands with it and we are able to play, maybe it's we kind of like see why, maybe it's not as bad of a nerf as we all think. Um we also got some information on scout rifles, uh and we're not really getting a whole lot. They're just basically increased how much aim assist are on uh scouts which I thought was kind of odd. Um that, that was the only thing we we're gonna see. Uh sniper rifles. We also have they want to have sniper rifles to feel powerful without being so easy to use. They dominate so what they're doing is they're adjusting how aim assist is affected by sniper rifle zoom level. So lower zoom scopes have less aim assist going into beyond light, and higher zoom scopes have will have now more aim assist. Scopes with around 50 zoom are unchanged, so low zoom scopes have a large reduction to aim assist, and then high zooms will have a small increase to aim assist. Which I'm not really for sure on how much. This really affects mouse and keyboard. I think this could affect more controller based, but I think it'll have a little bit of impact with PC. Um we also, as Bill mentioned, uh we are gonna be seeing a the six hundreds, which we're given a buff, will be getting a slight nerf. So, the 600s will be going from a damage per bullet of 15.75, and they are going to be reduced to 14.25. Then uh, they have in here: Note, prior to Season of the Worthy, damage per bullet was 13.75, so it's still higher than what it was before this season started. Um, so, just a slight reduction there. And honestly I think this was kind of like the biggest thing that I really took away out of this and hopefully we kind of see rocket launchers they receive some love yes uh so they are now having they're going to increase reserves by 1 or 2 rockets depending on the inventory stack oh my um,
0: god
1: it's so, such yes. a big change. So, right? <laughs> so th- that being said, keep in mind that the rocket launcher from trials, uh, tomorrow's answer. So, if you, so that rolls with a, 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 a clown cartridge. So mm-hmm. when you reload tomorrow's answer, it normally holds one in the chamber. It holds two. So so if you're going to, increase that by one or two, you could have tomorrow's answer at having three or even four in the chamber. So
2: Yeah, that could be huge. Yep. So um This is just
1: reserves though, it's not the chamber.
2: Yeah, but it it's something Rocket launchers okay. have it's probably the most love they've received and what Two years.
1: Yeah, long time.
2: <clears throat> like Since Forsaken. Yeah. Like I, I don't know why they haven't really I, I don't know if they're just scared. To, I, I don't know. <clears throat> With Rocket Launchers. Um so now we're gonna get some updates on perks. So Outlaw, which is a uh reload speed. Uh Outlaw, the reload speed increase felt Insin- insignificant with certain uh, subfamilies and uh combinations of roles so hand cannon so they're going to increase reload stat bonus from 50 to 70. Yay, I think that's a good change. Um, uh Merciless will have increased inventory stat from 36 to 55. This increases reserve ammo. And I, this was the big thing I had Going into Beyond Light, um, as we all talk about on how weapons are becoming Sunset, uh, my biggest concern still was on going into PvP, just in general, just quick play, or if you're a comp player, that this weapon still is going to be around, and that was Mountaintop. Um, Mountaintop's receiving a pretty big nerf. So, they're going to reduce splash damage by 33%. Um, They are going to reduce the uh, velocity multiplier from 1.4 to 1.2. So, that is now 20% faster than other grenade launchers instead of 40. Hmm. And then they are reducing in-air accuracy with... uh, Rocket launcher, which is around seven degrees without Icarus grip mod.
0: Time to pour one out for my uh, my homie here, mountaintop.
2: <laughs> mountaintop, yeah, that is <laughs> your most used used weapon. Um, yeah. and then as Bill talked about, Guillotine is receiving a twenty four percent uh damage reduction, which I know a lot of people are kind of upset about this, but I feel like. I saw a lot of gambit people were really happy about this. So I don't know. I, I was just kind of like whatever. Like, it's still gonna probably be good, but yeah. not as good. And who knows what else we have new. And then basically there's a few things with Sturm and Drang, uh both of those Drang and uh Maida mini tool. They will both be uh moving forward. You can get both those weapons from the gunsmith starting on November 10th, uh, with no infusion cap. Um for Mida min mini tool, they're adding hip fire grip and then kill clip to it. And then for uh Drang, they're using uh <clears throat> Jesus. I can't remember this. Cough. Uh, that is also being moved once again to the Gunsmith, November 10th, with no fusion cap. Um, where am I at now? Uh, and that will be receiving moving target. Uh, Rootness Effigy is out of nowhere. I thought this was probably one of the weirdest weapons to kind of receive a... I yeah, notice. it came out of nowhere. Um, is receiving the melee attack is being reduced by twenty five percent. Aerial melee attack. Oh, aerial Which melee is even attack harrier. is being re- <laughs> like. So I remember seeing cool guy on Twitter. He, he even mentioned he was like that was kind of out of nowhere. So he was like speculating maybe like somehow Runus Effigy, like somehow broke the new raid, mm. and they had to nerf it. But I, I that was just. That was completely out of left field. Um, and then Arbalest. Will no longer strike shields. Multiple times. Um, but it's still efficient. Against shielded targets. Has been increased. Um, and then Jade Rabbit. Is armor piercing rounds. Is being swapped to high caliber rounds. And this will fix the issue. That could prevent the exotic perk. From triggering. So like. I guess it's kind of a, a nerf and a buff at the same time. Right. And then honestly something that wasn't I don't think talked about a whole lot by the Destiny 2 community maybe because it's trials. Um <coughs> but trials will be receiving adept weapons when beyond light drops um and the shader for these adept weapons look really nice. Black and yellow uh shader um, and then <laughs> I thought that's just the way the weapons look. No, that's I think that's what the adept ones will look like. I don't know what the current ones look like actually. They look like this. I don't have a weapon. so... Oh really?
0: <laughs> I don't have a weapon. I don't I've played
2: trials I think twice. <clears throat> um and then you will also be getting a chance of, with the Adept Weapons, they will be getting uh, fallless mods for when you go fallless, which will help you give a plus to primary stat as usual, and then you'll get a plus three for alternate stats. So, pretty big changing when it comes to being Masterwork for Adept Weapons, so... I'd be interested in seeing on what I'm actually interested to play trials now and try to go flawless and try to get somebody to carry me and try to get a adept weapon, but it
0: is um unique to know that uh, you cannot get the shader from dismantling the weapons. Like right. it has to mm-hmm. be on the weapon itself, which kinda sucks. Yep. Yep.
3: <laughs> yep.
2: I think they kind of did that so that people just wouldn't have it. And just put it on all their stuff, but um, I don't think what else because we're already kind of running fairly long. Um, Twitch Prime, it's back as usual. Yeah, there's
3: some new stuff there. You can go check that out. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: once again, once November 10th hits, uh, Shadow. Reckoner, Blacksmith, Wayfarer, Chronicler, and Forerunner will no longer be available to get. The only one I don't have is Reckoner. I have all the others. Um, my question is, if they would happen to bring back one of the raids, would that then allow that seal to be gained again? Why? I mean I don't know why not I don't know.
1: <laughs> so, and well, that is so if what so on that point of things going away in general i mean i I don't know I think that I think that there is something to be said for the game I'm evolving <laughs> there's there's something to be said for people people like yourself Sully, when it comes to comes to. to to get to the galahorn. Yep. So, like I said, I didn't play D one, but it was really obvious from what everyone was seeing when the new swords came out. Like for 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 example, Temple temple temptation's uh, hook. Everyone said eh, 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 a uh, 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 a a a a caster. okay. And then when when falling falling guillotine came out, uh uh <laughs> uh uh. uh, uh uh, 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 everybody from D one was saying, you know, this is this is a dark drinker. I, so I, I I don't think that you're gonna see a new weapon called Galahorn, or I don't think you're gonna see a see a new seal called Shadow. But I th- think what you're going to see is like the next the next um, next um, evolution of that. And it's perfectly fine that. Everybody who's playing the game right now does not have access to everything. I'm mean, in the past. That's perfectly okay. That's just part of growth. That's part, that's just that's just that's just that's just part of life. So,
2: no, I mean that's, that's fine. I was just they've never really clarified on if because obviously we know why you can't get blacksmith right. and shadow because both of those raids are gonna be gone. But if right. they would come back. They actually never clarified if you could get them, and Reckoner's going away is because they're taking away Reckoner. Yeah. Reckoner.
0: Um, they also say here in the footnote that uh, they're not wiping bounties, so you can go ahead and stock up on bounties. Uh, not all bounties. Yeah, just the ones that don't expire from season <laughs> yeah. from the season. Yeah.
2: So you're safe. Yep. And then we have two more twabs left until Beyond Light is finally here. And then go from there, I guess.
3: Yep. Yeah. Oh, forgive me. Alright,
0: Sully,
2: take us out. <laughs> you want me to take us yeah, out? Yeah, you've been or? leading
0: this whole time. I've been
2: letting you lead. <laughs> <service> uh this is about to be horrible. Um so Bill, we'll start with you. Where can all these wonderful guardians
1: find you? they can find me on Twitter at ad learning bill, uh twitch.tv slash, uh, slash, uh, slash uh, build a Bill the Conqueror. It's spelled E-R-E-R, not E-R-O-R. I I spelled it wrong on purpose. Um and, and I, uh, I just want to, uh, want to announce real quick. I will be having a, I will be hosting a, a competitive 3v3, a PvP event on, on, on a November the 7th to coordinate with the launch of my, uh, fan fiction book. I've gotten some really good artists, uh, to do, uh, the cover, a bunch of images on the inside. I got a, somebody who does, who formats and edits books uh, professionally to help me with 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 everything on the inside of the contents? So I'll be personally sponsoring that event on on a November seventh. I have have coordinated with the people at 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 D two D two esports. So at D two esports on Twitter, talk to them. Uh, you'll see the link on their page. So that is also coming up.
2: All right, and then our wonderful host, Kane,
1: where can everyone find you? <laughs> uh, you can find me on
0: Twitter at Play stuff. Also on Twitch, it's stuff. We stream the Charshot Gamescast Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. Okay. Also, visit Charshot.com for audio, video, and written content. We also host a wrestling podcast where me and Ben watch a wrestling show and talk over it. Uh,
2: What's the uh, choices?
0: Uh, so, I believe Royal Rumble mm-hmm. 2000 is winning, or has won already. Okay. And that's because uh, of the Mankind versus Triple uh, Triple H feud. Uh, we wanted to see more oh, of yeah. that. Oh yeah. So. oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> oh so, yeah! That was a lot of fun. <laughs> that was
1: good stuff, man. That was good stuff.
0: Yeah, uh, and then uh, you can email me com if you want to be a guest on one of our shows. And uh, yeah, that's it. the saw a review on iTunes. I have a giveaway going on right now, so you can check that out in my pin tweet. Uh, there's a whole bunch of different ways you can enter. I have random Steam games from the years that I have from buying Humble Bundles, so <laughs> I figure I might as well use them somehow. And so... Yeah, might as well. Yeah. Uh, and then that's it.
2: Alright, then you can find myself, you can find myself on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, at Sully underscore underscore games. I am also running a giveaway. I'm actually giving away four copies of Beyond Light to any platform Damn.
1: um four copies
2: <clears throat> i will wow okay four copies wow. uh been pretty fortunate with work uh so there is a link in discord i have a link set up on my twitter and i will be can probably drop a link on the podcast below on youtube correct yeah for both we'll do both giveaways there
3: nice
2: um and then i think that's it that's it for me so uh Actually, I don't know how to end this, so, Kane.
3: Uh, until then, Guardians, eyes down.